Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got a question or opinion? Sound off on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439. Or call the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Live from the Buffalo Wild Wings studios, it's The Rush with Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. got so many fans there just in the state of Oklahoma um but that that Norman town for me it, it was just like the perfect town you know like college town because that's all it was there OU football you know you had a couple high schools there you know obviously people lived there but it was they should have they should have they should rename it to you know OU Nation because that's, that's that's seriously what it is so no matter where you went no matter what restaurant you went to no matter if it was a bar or a store or the gas station, um, you were running you were running into Sooner fans, you know, people that, that's been there for years and decades. And, um, you know, they live and breathe Sooner football, you know. So um, it's a unique feeling. You have to be a part of it to fully understand it. And, uh, you know, that's why, for me, it's my second home. There's Adrian Peterson talking about Norman, University of Oklahoma, going to play football there. And it's funny because Coach Stoops told us the other day that what well, he and Jermaine Gresham were two of the easiest uh, guys ever. Hey, Coach, you don't have to worry about us. You don't have to call every day. We're going to be there. Yeah, he did. And uh, meanwhile, Ed Ogeron at USC was trying to get his dad transferred to a facility closer to L.A., UCLA brought out uh, Brandy on his recruiting visit, so he kind of got to, you know, glamorous recruiting, but um, he still one of the easiest, according to Bob Stoops. That's awesome. Brandy? What do you mean, Brandy? Brandy. Look her up. Singer. Really? Singer, performer, yeah. How about that? Would you have committed on the spot if Houston Nutt at Arkansas said, hey, I got Brandy up here at my office. Wants to come see you. Probably. Yeah, I probably would have now that I think about it. <laughs> I don't I don't think Houston Nutt would have had a brand. More like John Daly drinking beer shirtless in his office. <laughs> All right, well, that's got. still a yes. That was still a yes, yeah. Come on, kid, let's go play the slots down the, st- down the street here. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, would take you to your first casino, John Daly. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I would have said yes. If it, it wouldn't have mattered who was there. I would probably be like, well, I, I guess so. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, let's do it. For those of you that don't know, Teddy was uh, committed to OU. He went to an Arkansas team camp with, uh, with, with, with your teammates at Fort Gibson. Mm-hmm. Houston Nutt wanted to talk to Teddy in his office, and Teddy just got on the bus and declined. Just rode away. <laughs> Pretty baller yeah, move these days, man. Uh, at the time, um, I, Tyler, I didn't even think about it for – 10 seconds it was like my my head coach is like we'll wait on you and everyone's like sitting on the bus and i was like let's just go (laughs) got on the bus didn't even didn't even have a second thought about it at all nowadays um if you're one of these kids you have no interest in arkansas at all but you go visit talk to the head coach to drive up your uh, nil price that's how it works these days that's right that's right that's pretty wild though from uh from adrian peterson and Coach Ogeron, that is such an like. Who do you even 
call to even make that request. Well, That's if such a crazy if thing. If there's someone that knows, I feel like it would be Edo. Don't you? Feel like Edo yeah. would know. I'm sure he's got a couple of guys on the inside everywhere. What's That's the uh, what's the facility by by Houston? Uh, when, when you're driving Houston? to Houston, Huntsville. That's that's where he. I got uh, a buddy down there in Huntsville. That you know, <laughs> got some connections. Right, I'm sure Huntsville's no no vacation, but all right, transferred to where? Like, uh, what are the two prisons in in California that are supposedly horrible? It's like, is it Chico? Maybe I, there's a lot, lot of I know, I know there's, I know there's something there's, like that. I think San Quentin. I know there's a, gangs in every prison, but I feel like there's quite a bit in California right. prisons. It's probably like uh, no, I, I'll stay where I'm at. Thank you. That's funny. Can we just agree that it's it's time for it to happen on Saturday? God, we've been talking about it all year long. Just let this be the game where OU runs Jackson it early. Arnold? Yeah, yes. Oh, Jackson oh. Arnold on fourth and one, and they throw out of it for a touchdown. I thought you were calling oh, for Gabriel man. to be benched and Jackson Arnold start. Yeah, okay. well, that too. But come on, dude. I, a, a run game needs to start to develop this week. That's that's the next step for the team. It's the it's the step this team needs to take. If it's going to be serious about, I think, making a playoff and even winning a playoff game, you got a really good opportunity, not only this week, but the next two weeks to do so. I don't know what running back it's going to be. Who knows even which running back is going to start. But with the way the offensive line playing, it's playing better. It's it's time. That needs to happen on Saturday, man. It, it just needs to. Well, sure. I agree with that. But, okay, it, and it may – happen against Kansas because for all the things that Kansas does well and this is a good football team they are not a good run-stopping football team matter of fact they're terrible I think they're last in the Big 12 by a huge margin in defending the run tackling was not great for those guys against uh, Oklahoma State not great at all yeah. not good at uh, inside backer they're young they're you know they're not very talented They've got a player or two on the defensive line that are okay, but overall you would say that they are they're not very talented in their front seven. And I would expect that we go out and we run the football probably pretty good against Kansas. But that won't lead me to believe at all that We've turned some corner Me in either. the running Yeah, game. no, if they do it against Kansas, then, okay, well, I, I need to see it more than once against Kansas, but I just think it's important this week. We talk all the time about offensive line continuity. Like those guys yeah. playing together and how important that is. I mean, we, we, we talked about that all offseason, whatever. Maybe this offensive line is starting to find some continuity. What, maybe that's why they're playing better. I think that's probably true. Maybe not as much, but at running back as well. And no one has played well enough just to be the guy, and he gets to start every game and gets all the carries. But I gotta be—I gotta think that there's something too with as many running backs have played and has started and being the leading ball carrier. It's hard to get continuity the way that they've been going about it. So yeah, I'm with you. If they run the ball against Kansas, okay, that's great. It's a start. Let's see it more. But I think it'd be yeah. great if just someone would emerge, you know. And you would move forward with your number one back, number two back, whatever, and have that continuity with the run game moving forward. That's why I think it's really important more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I think that I think there's there's a lot of truth to that. But I'm at the point I think Talwee's the best we have, but I'm at the point that I don't expect anything to change um unless we see somebody different that we haven't seen yet. And I don't think that's going to happen. So I think that I think the offensive line can continue to progress and get, uh, you know, better and better. But I I guess I maybe I shouldn't say it won't happen. I'd be shocked if all of a sudden, in the eighth game of the year, one of the guys that we've been watching finds something and all of a sudden we've got an explosive player at running back. Yeah. I guess maybe that. I, if it was going to happen, I think it would be Salchuk because he just hasn't played much football, and if he starts to get more carries, maybe maybe that that ability wakes up in him a bit. But that that feels like the most realistic hope, though, for Saturday, at, at least for me, is okay. Maybe the fourth quarter last week that maybe he's about to do something. But even with that, I'd be I, I'd, I'd come away surprised Saturday if he looks like the Salchuk against Florida State that we saw. Yeah, yeah, that's it's kind of. It's kind of where I'm at with it at this point, but I could be shocked by what I witness. I mean, it, I could be dead dead wrong about that. I hope I'm dead wrong about that. I hope hope something starts to click with one of these guys and they find it. And whether whether it's health, whether it's confidence, whatever it may be, I hope it's there. I just at this point, I, I kind of feel like what we have is what we're going to get. And the biggest, you know, bonus or bump that we're going to get on a week by week basis is just how how involved is Dylan Gabriel going to be? Like that's I feel like that's what's going to give us the the extra, you know, push in the running game to to make it even more effective against some teams. What's OU's biggest edge? Line of scrimmage. Yeah, should be. Now I, I think Kansas's offensive line does a really good job. But as deep as we are and, and as good as we're playing at, at the defensive line and edge position, um, I think we still have a big edge there. And then we've got a massive edge with our offensive line against their defensive line. Which is crazy to say that you, uh, like a few weeks ago, to say that you have a massive edge, your offensive line against anyone. But I, I definitely think that's the case, yeah. I mean, if you can just... I'm sure they're going to do some sprint draws, reverse speed options, all that. I mean, if you can contain that, you're going to be in a really good spot to win this game and maybe do it by a couple of scores, if not more. I mean, that's – that's sure. Yeah, and, and they did some – I mean, it's a fun offense to watch, man, with how they can get tight ends wide open in the middle of the field. They'll yeah. take an occasional deep shot, things like that, which doesn't really worry me all that much with OU's DBs. But, yeah, if you could – just contain, man, and, and keep those little sneaky things they do offensively, the three-yard gains, you, you, you'll be okay. You'll, you'll be fine. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. I think that it would take turning the ball over a couple of times, which can happen. You know, we've talked about the, the weather. You know, we've been really good hanging on to the ball with our backs and, and wide outs after the catch. Um, Dylan Gabriel obviously has, has been really smart with the football, not throwing a bunch of interceptions. I, I wouldn't expect a bunch of turnovers, but they can happen out of nowhere. 
you know, you turn the ball over two times and you don't force any. That's and they've the got magic a, number. 2-0 is the magic number for sure. 2-0, I, it, all of a sudden the football game looks totally different. So, I mean, to me that's it. And then obviously special teams, if – if you hit field goals, and I'm not asking you to hit a, a, a 50-yarder in the rain with a crosswind. Let's hit a 33-yarder first, all right? I'm saying you if, you, if you hit your makeable field goals, which, you know, 42, 43, and in should be, should be fairly automatic. If you make those and don't have any knucklehead plays in special teams, then, you know, I, I, with our advantage, it's going to be hard to lose the football game if we if we play anywhere near our capabilities. Blue says, can this be the game where the offensive run game doesn't run, plays 90% up the middle? Two laughing face emojis there. Perhaps. And what I was going to ask a second ago, we, we kind of moved on to a little bit different topic, but whenever I was saying someone different in the backfield, I know they tested Farouk in the backfield a couple of plays against UCF and it was kind of disjointed from the start. Do you think they get back to that maybe and just kind of hand it to him in some traditional plays? Yes, I do. Um, Ah. Well, I mean, the the past two games that we've we've seen from this team, Farouk's been in the backfield at least um, least once. I mean, you're saying, like, just line up traditionally and just hand it to him in between the tackles. I, yeah, I just I know. go play running back. Like no, yeah. nothing. Like we didn't design anything for it. We're not trying to set something up for later. Just go play running back for this series. Yeah. The problem with that is the protection aspect of it. But if you're, I mean, if you're dialing up a, a go-to run, yeah, you don't really have to worry I mean, about I, that. Obviously, but. I don't think it's going to happen on third and one, like a short yardage situation. But if you got like a second and three, something like that, and you want to get him to the outside, yeah, potentially, I guess. Yeah. Well, I, that would be – the problem with that is, you know, it may give you a, a little bit of a spark for a it's handful not of plays. But yeah, it's not sustainable the entire game. And you got to give to get, you know. I If he's playing running back, he's not playing wide receiver. And ultimately, where's he best for your football team? That's wide receiver. Well, I've just learned to not say no to anything with this offense and the run game and in, in terms of what they'll try because they've pretty much tried it all up to this point. They've, they've right. tried it all. So I don't know why that would that would stop. Unless Sawchuck or someone emerges and rushes for over 100 yards and he looks like clearly your best uh, uh, option at this point. SEC Snob says if Sawchuck gets 20 to 25 touches, he'll get 100-plus yards on Saturday. That's a lot of touches for him, 20 to 25. For he who? For uh, Gavin Sawchuk, he better get 100-plus yards if he's going to get 25 touches. It'd be a bad day if you run him 25 times and he gets less than 100 yards. Yeah, man. You know, I, I don't expect that. But if the game is... If you've got a lead and you feel comfortable with the way that your team's playing, I guess I don't mind that. I just feed the dude the football, let him get some confidence, and let him get into a rhythm and see what happens. You know, maybe maybe he does get that spark and and can and can 
you know, find it and, and really kind of take it to the next game and take it to the – I'm for that. I wouldn't I, – I don't care. Whatever they have to do to find it. And I know he's got the capabilities. We've seen it before in like a handful of brief moments. Yeah. And I don't know if he's worried about it, if he's overthinking some things because when he went out and played against Florida State, he just cut it loose. So – that's been a feels like that's been an issue for the running backs this year is it's just very it just feels whether whether it is or not it just feels very hesitant running you know it's not they're not reacting it's just kind of I, I don't know it's almost timid the way that they're running at this point they're getting yeah. taken down very easily unfortunately 405 spot on with continuity OSU finally picked a quarterback and look what's happening yeah and they're uh, handing it off to zero too that's helped out quite a bit as well <laughs> yes that has helped it's like oh how about this kid the more we give him the football uh the better we do as a football team and off they go they, all of a sudden they've they got things rolling in the running game 405 lewis carter will carry 51 times this saturday breaking <laughs> steve owens record i love that hey i yeah, won't I, funny. I won't doubt that a record, OE record, or an NCAA record will happen on Saturday against Kansas. There's at least been a couple of NCAA records that have happened against Kansas over the years. As we look back to the illustrious series between OU and Kansas over the years, right? What does OU lead yeah. this thing? 80, 27, and 6, and they've won the previous 18. But you had Samaje against Kansas, the all-time single-game rushing mark, and then Broyles back in 2011. Set the uh, FBS career uh, receptions mark against these guys as well on a touchdown catch. Don't forget, uh, Baker Mayfield broke the all-time crotch grabs yes, in did. a single seat, single game crotch grabs mm-hmm. against Kansas. See, every time OU plays Kansas, a record happens. There you go. There you go. Well, um, and I bet it's probably. During during the the real bad stretch that Kansas had, it's probably record low attendance for the University of Oklahoma to play a football game. In front oh of. my gosh, where does this stadium rank in the conference? Now I know you're probably going to get the the best version of it, or at least the best version of it that we've seen in a while. But it just doesn't feel like it's close to the field. It's not a great stadium atmosphere. There's recliners in one of the end zones, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad that it's a sellout and I get to see what that place is like full. And I'll tell you right now, I think there's going to be – because we would typically go to this game and there'd be by far more OU fans there than Kansas fans. And I know this is a sellout, but I think this is going to be the most OU fans that have shown up there. Oh, okay, nice. I like the sound of that. Well, there hasn't been like the one big – Road game that, I mean, everyone was at OU Tulsa, right? But there just hasn't been the one big road game that a ton of money, a ton of people spent their money on outside OU Texas. I don't, I don't think that's crazy. It's a, it's a doable road game. Outside doable the, road outside game. Outside the 11 a.m. crap. Yeah, doable road game. It's, it's not like the weather's going to be bad there and great here. I mean, there's no reason to hang around. It's not like uh, you're going to be doing a bunch of stuff all weekend, so... Yeah, I think there's going to be a really good showing from Oklahoma there. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Final hour rolls on here from Dorsey Jones. Stay with us. Do you eat, sleep, and breathe sooner football? 
We do too. This is The Ref, home of Sooner fans. Looking for a great night out while supporting a great cause? The 2023 Deaconess Pregnancy and Adoption for the Love of Adoption Gala will take place on Thursday, November 2nd. This year's gala at the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum will feature dinner, a live auction, and a mystery prize bag pool. You'll have the opportunity to win some big prizes with doors opening at 6 p.m. and the program starting at 7. For more information and tickets, go to dpaok.org. Attention basketball fans. Get ready for an electrifying season with the defending Big 12 champion Oklahoma women's basketball team. Tickets are on sale now and start at just $99. Don't miss out on the action. Secure your seats now and cheer for victory. Visit Soonersports.com or call 800-456-4668 to secure your tickets and be part of the winning spirit. Boomer Sooner. Hey guys, TJ here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. Football season is in full swing, and when you need a great selection of your favorite beer, wine, or liquor, do what I do and go see Kathy and her staff. They have tons of specials, like this month, Fireball, Bacardi Rum, Black Box Wines, and more. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. and noon to 5 p.m. on Sunday, right here in Norman, 1330 East Alameda, or visit Joe's Wines on Facebook for all their monthly specials. The law firm of Glass Tabor has been serving Norman and the state of Oklahoma since 1998. Glass Tabor has built a reputation based on thorough preparation, attention to detail, ethical strength, and professionalism. We are your community law firm and have consultants to handle all types and sizes of legal issues. Call Glass Tabor at 405-360-9700 and put their 100 years of experience practicing law the right way to work for you. Or visit GlassTaborLaw.com. This message is for Karina, our mom who finished her high school diploma at age 28. Hi, Mom. It's Emmedith and Nicholas. Congratulations on getting your diploma. You worked so hard and have taught us so much. We love you. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit FinishYourDiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Do you work with lead or use it in your hobby? You might if you work in construction, handle firearms, weld, or work with scrap metal. You could be putting yourself and your family at risk for lead poisoning. Don't take lead home. For more information, contact the Oklahoma Lead Poisoning Prevention Program at 1-800-766-2223. Or visit our website at ok.gov slash health and search childhood lead. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. What is dedication? My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. That's 
dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. I don't know. I don't want to speak for Coach Venables. I'm not him. I'm not there. But I think for any of us, when, especially for someone that um, I can reflect at my own experiences of, you know, you're, you can spend your whole life preparing to be a head coach, but until you get to actually sit in the chair and go through those things, it's different. And, and then you're, you get comfortable, more comfortable in that role and, and some things come to light. And, um, Again, especially taking over a program that's been highly successful. You don't change things just to change them, but at the same time, after a year on the job, you put your own uh, fingerprint on it. And I think he has done that by by really how you've seen the defense uh, really kind of change itself and, and, you know, and confidence that they're playing in. I, I believe he's calling the defense now and heavily involved. And I, I would say that as far as year two and players that, that have been there, probably more comfortable with, with them. So I, I think probably the same way when we got here is year two, you, you've got the, the routine down, you know what you kind of want to change and you continue to make your small adjustments as you go. KU head coach Lance Leipold, who's doing an awesome job, got KU to a bowl game last year, almost won that bowl game against Arkansas, and now he's one win away from taking KU to uh, back-to-back bowl games, which is pretty incredible. Agree with everything old Lance said about why uh, Brent Venables yeah. is maybe a little bit more comfortable this this year? I think so. Uh, I think there's, there's a lot of that. You know, they've obviously familiarity for the players and for coach Venables. I'm sure he's, I know there's things that he's changed um, with, with as far as how the, the program is run. You have all these visions of what you're going to do whenever you get your shot as head coach. And then that comes and I'm sure there's some things on your list that you planned that worked better than you expected them to. And there's probably some things on your list that were horrible and did not go how you planned at all. And that's just kind of part of it. You have to work through some of those things. Now, uh, I think a, a huge part of what it is is just been plain and simple roster rebuild. They're in a much better position this year with their roster than they were a year ago. And that's been a massive factor. No way in denying that. Yep. Yeah. I think even next year you could say that as well. Maybe not the jump from year one to year two, but with how they're recruiting, what uh, they could get in the portal after a really good year, the roster's going to look uh, – the roster's going to be in a good spot next year as well. You just well, – you see, you see who uh, comes back. Uh, it would be nice if Stutzman and Bowman could come back. I did see a mock draft yesterday that has Tyler Guyton Number 29 overall to the Dolphins. Very early, but at least someone at ESPN saying, yeah, he could be a first-round pick. And if he is, then you're looking for a new tackle next year. 29. That's going to continue to go up. Um, you know, but I'll, I'll say this. He he still is not playing to the potential that he's got athletically. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing for him because he's still an inexperienced tackle. I just the, the more snaps you play, the more calm you get, the more confident and you know he's he's not 
an expert level tackle yet. He just hasn't played enough. That it just comes with time. Now, given the amount of snaps that he's played, which is not very many, NFL is going to take that into consideration that the kid's still incredibly raw and there's tremendous upside. Well, I uh, for Tyler Guyton's sake, whatever year it is, I hope he is a first round pick. But I also really hope it is to the Miami Dolphins, just so we can ask him after he's there for a couple of years. Hey, what's it like to go from getting yelled by Bill Biedenboe and Brent Venables to, hey, man, nice block. That was awesome. Your head coach, Mike McDaniel at Miami. Yeah, man, hey, Tyler, tough, man. Is, is Coach McDaniel on shrooms? Is it just the games or is it in practice, too, whenever he's uh I think it's, a, life, I think like it's a lifestyle for him. Is what yeah. it is. It's great. It is I crazy it. that he is an NFL head coach and kind of feels like he's a pretty good one, too. He, someone asked him about, was he upset about the officiating in the Eagles game? And he's like, uh, to tell you the truth, I haven't really spent any time thinking about it. You know, I, I can't do anything to – to change it, and it is what it is. It's, it would be like me being mad at Thunder. It's <laughs> <laughs> a hell of an answer. Oh, that was great. Josh Heupel was asked the same question after the Alabama game, and he just looked at the reporter and stared silently. And the guy was yeah. like, uh, he's, was that silence long enough? Did I, did I make my point there? Yeah, that was interesting. Now, uh, a bit of a change of topic, but still kind of – Tennessee, South Carolina, last year. Now, yeah. South Carolina <laughs> wins the football game. Going away. Now, yeah. Now, in this Michigan situation with the sign stealing, South Carolina has popped up because part of the investigation apparently is that they were giving some of their information to opponents of possible college football playoff um, opponents, like that they may play in the playoff. And the rumor is that South Carolina may be one of those football teams whenever they were playing Tennessee. What do you think about that? Well, I'm sure it happened, but just like Jim Harbaugh, Shane Beamer had no idea it was going on. It was out of his hands. Do you think Shane Beamer kicked something whenever he heard that there was an investigation, or was that actually had to do with the football game? Wait, he kicked something with it was his about other, the same time. He kicked something, but it was with his other foot since he broke his oh. foot uh, a couple of weeks ago kicking the Gatorade okay. jug. So yeah, they lost sixty-three to thirty-eight. Tennessee did to South Carolina last year. Now, an important thing to remember, and I can't remember. It was in the fourth quarter. Okay, Hendon Hooker. That was the game that he got hurt last year, where he tore his ACL. Mm. So, I don't know. Like, South Carolina did go on to beat Clemson the very next week and look like a pretty good football team. But, yeah, there, there's at least a report out there that South Carolina may have gotten some signs from uh, Michigan on that deal. Did they help pay uh, half the tab for uh, O'Connor Stallions and his trips to, to get those signs? I wonder what kind I, of compensation they had to put forward. I don't know. I don't know. It's all very, very interesting. Maybe the most interesting thing of all is that all of this originated with a third-party law firm. And I, I maybe there's something that's come out with where it all started, 
but I know there was a lot of heavy speculation that it may have started from Vegas. Yeah. Because of the the performance uh, ATS by Michigan. I don't know if that's that's legit, but it is weird that a third party had all of the information, even had the what the access to the computers somehow, right? Man, Vegas or really casinos in general, sports book, they don't mess around. They they find no. out they find out shady play. The Alabama baseball coach um, that was like uh, getting or calling in bets to his buddy in Illinois or whatever it was. Like they'll if there's suspicious activity going on, they're going to find you. Don't, don't okay. worry about that. Yes, but here's the one reason that I don't necessarily buy that it's Vegas is because if they had that information. I don't think they'd kill it. I think they would ben- try and benefit off of it. Yeah, that's kind of feels like how they would go about it. You know? That. Yeah. But I, I don't know. score a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. All of it feels like. Why is Michigan a 16.5 point favorite at Ohio State this week? That feels weird. Ah, I heard they got their signs again this year. Nah, you, can't, you can't take Ohio State. Michigan's got all their signs. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. The whole thing is interesting. Um, How would you feel if you've you heard for the past three years uh, under the same head coach, like just given that scenario, that they've been stealing signs and it's the reason why they've been so successful? I, like, if if you were one of the guys on the team, no, like you just you right or an now. opponent. Yeah, no, no, just you. You know, calling the games, doing the show, being around the program, all that. How would you if feel I, about it? If I found if I've who. You like you personally, man. Like, let's say Brent Venables had been here, whoever like coaches here. Like, this just happened with the OU football program. How, how okay. would you feel about it? I would say that this is all created from Texas. This is Texas trying to do this to us to kill us in recruiting. They're mad we beat them. Probably what Michigan fans are doing, saying Dude, it's Ohio State. Dude, I was State, about to right? say, so we would act like Michigan fans is what we yeah. would do. Okay, good to know. Probably do the same thing. Well, I mean, how much does – you still got to stop it, you know? You may know the play or have a good idea. You still got to stop it. That's, that's, what I, that's what I was hoping. That's what I was would uh, hope would be going on around here that we would <laughs> yeah. find and everyone. Anyone who says anything different is a liar. <laughs> Just uh, like as if OU fans uh, need something else to fight about with other fan bases on Twitter these days. Right. It could be that too. I still am I not necessarily sure how I feel about the whole thing. I, I guess because I, I don't know what all the truth is. Um, if they were if they were legit filming it, then okay, that's like if you're going to opponents' games and you're filming it, that's cheating. Um, I I I'm on board with that, but I I st- I still I'm not. I think that if you have s- signs and you start to get a feeling that maybe the other team is onto you. And you don't fix that. I and rumors like things like this get out. I know this is out now, and everyone's—it's like a national ordeal. But if it's out now nationally, then it—I guarantee you—it's been rumored in coaching circles for a long time. Oh, apparently, and there's just so many stories to uh, keep up with of this whole deal. There's like five right. new stories a day. So this is going back to like late last week. Like one of the—I I guess there would be Big Ten assistants. 
that would go up to the, that guy before, after the game and say, we know what you're doing and what you're doing is messed up, essentially. They wouldn't right. say messed up. So, y- yes, they've, they sounds like they've, they've known about it and they've known who the guy is. Right. So that's what I'm saying is, like, if if they're still picking your, your signals and everything and you know that they're there and you know that they're watching, you know that you're doing it, which everyone – goes through some pretty big links to keep everyone from seeing what they're doing but I, I i don't know i guess i'm just saying like i know this has turned into a huge deal but i don't know how big of a thing it actually is and i don't think the punishment the, is going to end up making it look like a big thing that's i feel pretty comfortable saying that well yeah and that's what happens is the ncaa and everyone gets out there and in front of it and you know they're they're going to try and make an example of you instead of just giving everyone headsets, right? Just letting the quarterback be able to talk to the offensive coordinator or the uh, offensive coordinator rather talk to the quarterback, and then have your your mic backer, your signal caller on defense have a speaker in his helmet. I it's ridiculous that we don't have that in college football, and they're going to say, well, you know, the cost to implement it. That is the dumbest thing. We're not worried about costs in this. We've ever heard. Yeah, come on. People are talking about Texas A&M legitimately buying out a coach, paying seventy-five million dollars to fire their coach. Uh, You think they're worried about putting uh, how how much a headset is going into the helmet? That's ridiculous. So, I don't know. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Stay tuned. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra. With available features like the V8 engine. The ultimate luxury interior. And of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra. Not just any truck. The truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. The Ref Radio Sports Network has the Sooner State covered. Yo, that's crazy. From Norman to Lawton, Clinton, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, and beyond. That's a lot of potatoes. And when you're away, never miss a second with a KREF app. And it's for anywhere and anytime at all. Search KREF in the App Store on your favorite device. All the Sooner coverage you want, when you need it, with the KREF app. The Ref Sports Radio Network. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Our showroom is home to classic favorites like diamond earrings and pearl strands, plus cool watches from Michelle and Shinola, and cases full of the latest trends. We are known for our engagement rings and love giving our customers every option, straight from our cases or in their very own custom design with natural diamonds, lab-grown diamonds, or colored gemstones. Shop with us in-store or shop our website or Instagram. Mitchell's Jewelry in the heart of Norman at 2201 West Main Street. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. 
When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for youth. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Are you ready for fall sports, outstanding deals, and of course, more delicious chicken? Call the 12th Avenue Chick-fil-A in North at 405-310-3189. It would be our pleasure to serve you, whether dining in, carrying out, catering, or delivering delightfulness to your front door. Boxed meals to nugget trays to gallons of lemonade and iced tea. We have plenty to offer this fall, including the brand new honey pepper pimento sandwich with the caramel crumble milkshake. Call 405-310-3189 and remember, eat more chicken. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change. And generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Children are the greatest joy and our best hope for a better future. Friends, they are the future. But did you know that millions of kids are facing hunger every day? Food is not just food. It's energy, health, confidence, hope, and even love. Yes, love. Thank you! Learn more about how No Kid Hungry is helping end child hunger in America at helpnokidhungry.org. the rush on the ref riverwind casino and hotel bringing you the final hours we take you into a thursday night filled with football we got virginia tech and syracuse coming up at 6 30 on espn and then uh baker mayfield on the road in buffalo in orchard park tonight taking on the bills at 7 15 buccaneers three and three on the year Bills, what, four and three on the season? A little bit of a disappointing start for uh, Josh Allen and that crew, but yep. this would be a nice little upset win for uh, Bake. I think they're a 10 point dog going into Buffalo tonight. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Um, Buffalo's defense, pretty salty. Um, but, you know, I like Tampa Bay's got pretty good defense themselves. You take care of the football and. You know, you're going to have to have some type of spark. There's no doubt about that. But as long as you don't turn the football over and your defense can maybe force one or two, which Allen's known to, to give up, then they'll have a chance. I I think they, they should at least play them to a really good football game. What's the spread? Ten. That's what I just ten? said. Yeah, Buffalo yeah, I, I think that may be a bit much. Baker's, uh, let's see, through six games, he's thrown for 1,363 yards, eight touchdowns, four interceptions. This felt like a year for him. You play well, you do a lot of nice things, then either that you get more opportunity or another opportunity next year as a starter in Tampa, or someone else pays you to be the starting quarterback elsewhere. How's that going so far through six games for Baker in terms of setting himself up to be a starter again next year? Because it does feel like a big year for him. It feels pretty dang good, doesn't it? I mean, 
and I know it's still early, but it seems like his teammates really love him. seems like he's in a good place mentally and his confidence is high. Um, you know, they're, they're playing pretty good football. I, I don't, I think he, I think he's doing a pretty good job and I, I, I don't know what you think, but they're going to be too good. Now I would expect that they may draft a quarterback somewhere in the draft, but they're not going to, they won't gonna, be in the Caleb Williams, Drake may sweepstakes. No way. Right. Yeah. So. I kind of feel like he's in a position to play himself into a decent w- long-term contract in Tampa. They win the NFC South, which they can. Falcons got a pretty good chance to do that as well. Probably a, I, I haven't had, I don't have the standings pulled up, but it feels like it's the Tampa Bay or Atlanta's division there. Maybe New Orleans can get it together. But yeah, they they probably bring him back if he wins the division, does something nice in the playoffs. So it hasn't been disastrous by any means up to this point. I think he's been solid. Yeah. And I guess he's what he's battling a little bit of a knee injury. He's listed as questionable for this game. Uh, you know, uh, there are def- there are definitely worse starters in the league, and I have seen them this year. Sure, sure. There, there, there's a lot of them. They're all over the place. In uh, quarterback play in the NFL is at an interesting point, in Oof. my opinion. Scores are way down, way I, down. I said this the other day. And I think it's starting to show up. The RPO in college football has been the biggest detriment to the sport, in my opinion, than anything else that any other fad, anything else that has ever happened. I can't, I don't know. And it will continue to do so. And it's turning quarterbacks into worse players, it's turning offensive linemen into worse players. It's horrible. I, I don't think Matt Rule was talking about RPO two days ago. I think he was talking about more of the headsets and the helmet. Basically, he was saying college football is doing a very poor job right now of preparing players for the NFL game. They're not, not doing a good job with some of the well, things that exist. Well, yeah, I think a, a, a lot of it is the way these offenses, uh, like the operation, and I'm not – mad at the offenses they are taking advantage of the rules and how the rules are written in order to have the the quickest easiest opportunity to generate yards and points so i'm not mad at them for doing it they're they're it's about efficiency and for the longest time people didn't exploit the rules and then it slowly happened and then it happened all at once and it's it, it it just it's wreaking havoc on the game of football well, at the college and NFL level. I'll be watching Tampa Buffalo tonight. I will not be watching Syracuse and Virginia Tech. It's just sad what Virginia Tech's become, man. And they don't have the largest fan base in the sport or in their conference. I think it's a relatively small fan base in the grand scheme of things. But the area that they're in, it feels like they have decent enough facilities. They, they shouldn't be this bad, as bad as they've been here recently. That program should be a lot better. Not that I root for them, right. but it's almost, I, I don't know, it, it's kind of, for, for what Frank Beamer turned that program into, it's kind of sad to me of what it's become out there. Well, you know, and it's honestly, it's kind of interesting. You're right. And part of me is, is you know, right there with you. But another part of me is saying, like, but how how can you? It, has anyone 
in, I don't know, however long we want to go back, when is the last time someone from outside of the top 25 has reignited or ignited a program and taken it to any anywhere decent? Uh, Bill Snyder obviously did it, so I'm just like that's our baseline there of where we can start, right? Right. Clemson was always a top twenty-five program, so that that doesn't count here recently, at least I don't think. Um, Washington was in a pretty bad spot before Kalen DeBoer got there. Fair point. Yeah, that's a good one. Now, my, my the reason I say it is because it is so set up for the big boys to succeed that. It's almost impossible. If you have any type of nice run a year or two or three, your coach is going to get poached for oh, huge money man. somewhere else for better opportunity and a better conference to where you can get better players. It's just it's once you're out of the club, there's almost no way to get back in the club. Yeah, he maximized that program's potential for all those years. Beamer ball, special yeah. teams. He yeah. yeah. That's what he did. All right. Quick timeout, more from the rush coming up. We'll wrap things up here from Dorsey Jones next. Talking Sooner football is what we do. This is The Ref. There are trucks, then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. Hey, Sooner basketball fans, it's time for one last go-round in the Big 12 at the Lloyd Noble Center. Your men's basketball season tickets are on sale now and start at just $149. Secure your seats now and don't miss out on any of this year's Sooner Hoops games. Visit Soonersports.com or call 800-456-GO-OU. That's 800-456-4668 to purchase your tickets today. We'll see you at the LNC this season. Boomer Sooner. Is your insurance premium rate rising? You need to make the call to your local neighbors at Rightway Insurance. Rightway's number one goal for all their insurance clients is to get the best insurance rates and have an overall positive experience. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance agency representing many different companies for your insurance needs. Give us a call, 405-607-6014, or complete a quote form at rightwayinsuranceok.com, and we'll be happy to answer any of your insurance questions. That's Rightway Insurance, 405-607-6014. This is Mark Van Hoos, owner of Van Hoos Fence. Van Hoos Fence has years of experience and proven superior performance, kind of like a certain head ball coach. We know Van Hoos Fence offers the best value and service for your residential, commercial, or sports fencing needs. Whether it's a new install or repair work, let Mark and his team at Van Hoos Fence be your trusted resource. Call us today at 405-735-1167. Save yourself from Googling it up. Go to vhfence.com. They will work with you in a great way. Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. 
Hey, y'all, I'm Kelly Clarkson. Every American dreams of creating a better life for his or her family, but in some communities, those dreams face difficult challenges. When we come together to help those in need get the same opportunities as everyone else, we truly are making our country a better place to live for all of us. So look for volunteer opportunities in your community to help others achieve the American dream, all right? This message is courtesy of the United States Air Force. Matthew. Huh? okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Trust and dependability can be hard to find these days. At Wade Electric, they don't just provide a service, they provide reliable expertise built on over 50 years of industry experience to put your concerns at ease. Service changes, LED upgrades, security or ambiance lighting, and backup generators. We listen to our customers and want to help you find the best possible solution for any situation you might have. Go with the name you can trust. Call Wade Electric at 405-329-1940 for all your electrical needs. Kids, they're just different than us. They have no inhibitions, consider silverware optional, and can find fun anywhere. When kids get really sick, they're different than us too. That's why the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society is introducing the Dare to Dream Project. With the largest global clinical trial for kids with blood cancer, it'll be the biggest medical advancement for little patients in history. Help transform treatment and care for kids and support all the work we do at LLS.org. Final segment of the day, closing it up on this Thursday. More and more reports on Michigan coming out. This was six minutes ago. TCU's coaches learned others from other staffs about Michigan's elaborate sign stealing before the semifinal game last year. So TCU changed signs but used dummy, like old signs, to trick Michigan. And TCU players were told to ignore the dummy signs. So the heads up that TCU got, I guess, helped them out in that game. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Nice job, yeah, guys. You, you begin to rely on something too much, you don't know when you're getting fooled, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, worked out. And J.J. McCarthy basically saying that we're going to run it up and down uh, TCU and there's nothing they can do about it. Did you see that, that video someone posted and said um, this must have been because they had the signs and it was him just absolutely leveling that left tackle, telling him, come on. I'm right here. Come block me. And then he just smashes him. Yes, I did. It was pretty crazy. I, I, wasn't I've it? seen every Michigan defensive play for the past three years after the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah, who no hasn't kidding. at this point? Everyone's seen it. OU did get a decommit uh, today. Danny Saili, Juco defensive lineman from Hutch Community College, six foot two, like 380 pounds. Huge right. kid. But it sounds like. Um, Maybe he was told, yeah, we don't know if we have room for you anymore. Yeah. Um, so I, I I, wouldn't take this as necessarily a bad thing. It is your first decommit of 2024, but sounds like this was more of an OU decision than a Danny Saili decision here. Yeah, um, I guess that means you can, you can watch their uh, – the quality of recruit go up in real time, right? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, which, I, I, I mean, you feel bad. Him. Yeah, you felt, kind of feel bad for him, and I hope he ends up at a Power Five somewhere. But for OU, it does signify what you're saying, so it's not a bad yeah. thing. Yeah, it, it means that we're, you know, that spot is now um, probably going to go to someone that's they feel like is a better football player. Which ultimately, that's that's the goal. All right, that's it for us. Thanks to Dorsey Jones for having us out. You guys killed it on the text line as always. You drive the show. We're just along for the ride. Let's go have a nice cold Pacifico. Same time, one last